so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. There is good news for this generation, friends. There are timeless principles in the book of Proverbs that are appropriate for folks of every generation to consider and heed. Yes, dear friends, there is good news. Let's talk about it today. Thank you to our J-Webb and greetings to everyone. Good reading of the Word of God is important. What a joy to study the Word of God on this broadcast. And good writing based upon the Word of God and by the authority of the Word of God is also good reading. It helps us to learn. In 1 Timothy 4, verse 13, Paul told Timothy, Until I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. We are honored today for this, our biblical article broadcast. These are articles written by those who strive to walk in the grace and knowledge of our Lord, articles that are thought-provoking and helpful in study of the Word of God. We have some good writing ahead today as we think about Parenting Principles from Proverbs. Our guest writer is Roger Campbell, the evangelist for the Greens Lake Road Church of Christ in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And we consider this article from Brother Campbell's monthly email of a four-page periodical simply titled, Truth. It's absolutely free. Before we begin, we have another free study offer from our J-Web. Kind listeners, the International Gospel Hour offers absolutely free a Bible study course by mail so you may study in the privacy of your own home. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And please leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Click on the Contact tab and leave us the same information, name, address, and type, Please Send the Home Study. We'll send it as soon as possible. Thanks always for your interest in the things of God. And now, back to Jeff. The book of Proverbs is part of the Old Testament, and we know that Jesus took away the first covenant, Hebrews 10, verse 9. However, there are timeless principles in the book of Proverbs that are appropriate for folks of every generation to consider and heed. And that certainly is true when we come to what we learn about parenting in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs 3:11 and 12 says, My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction, For whom the Lord loves, He corrects, just as a father the son in whom He delights. Here's a fact. God chastens, disciplines, or corrects those whom He loves. Here's another fact. When the Lord does that, He is doing what an earthly father does when He loves His son. He corrects or disciplines him. It is clear that the Lord expects parents to discipline their kids or children. The Bible's message is... Do not withhold correction from a child, Proverbs 23.13. Again, according to God's word, which is the correct action? 
to correct or discipline a child or not to correct him. God says to correct or discipline him. But what if? What if parents choose not to discipline their kids? Do you really want to know what the Bible says? Here it is. He who spares his rod hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines him promptly. Proverbs 13:24. One can disregard that instruction if he so chooses, but ignoring it, denying it, or arguing against it will not change what God says. Parents who love their kids discipline them. True, it is possible for a parent to discipline a child without truly loving him, but true love demands discipline. Be clear about this distinction. The Lord sanctions disciplining children, not abusing them. A number of years ago, after the conclusion of a lesson I presented about disciplining children, a father excitedly told me, Brother, I sure do like that passage in Proverbs that you used. We should love all Bible verses, not because they support what we want to hear, but because they are from God. What do we learn in the book of Proverbs about the benefits of child discipline? Well, discipline drives foolishness out of a child's heart from which his actions and speech flow. Proverbs 22.15 says, Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. The rod of correction will drive it far from him. Another benefit of disciplining kids is it delivers a child from an unhappy ending. Proverbs 23.14 says, You shall beat him with a rod and deliver his soul from hell. And third, administering discipline to a kid helps him gain wisdom. For as it is written, the rod and rebuke give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. Proverbs 29.15 Right-thinking parents understand that the long-term purpose of disciplining their kids is to help them develop the self-control or the self-discipline to make good decisions on their own. An additional benefit of child discipline is it helps a parent's state of mind. That is not the top priority in administering discipline, but it is a consequence of it. Proverbs 29.17 says, Correct your son, and he will give you rest. Yes, he will give delight to your soul. Here are some thoughts about a few practical aspects of parents disciplining their children. Number one, be completely certain that the child has done wrong before rebuking or disciplining him. Number two, Avoid disciplining children while angry. Uh, when mad, a parent may say or do things that he or she will regret later on. Does that sound familiar? Number three, understand the personality or character of each child. What works as effective discipline with one child may not be the most effective method with another one, and vice versa. Number four, as much as the kids are able to understand, explain to them the reason for the discipline. Number five, be consistent in administering discipline. This one is challenging. Be consistent with each individual child. If an action gets punished for the first time, but not the second time or third time, but it is punished again or punished again rather the fourth time around, well, the child will be confused, not knowing what is unacceptable and what is not. Also, be consistent from child to child. If child number one doesn't and gets punished, but child number two goes unpunished despite making the same mistake, the partiality shown will create resentment. In addition, be consistent from parent to parent. If a child gets punished for his behavior when mom is around, but does the same thing in front of dad and there are no repercussions, this is sending the wrong message to the child. 
parents need to communicate, cooperate, and make sure they are on the same page in all discipline matters. Number six, parents need to be credible. If a child commits an offense and is told that he will receive some type of punishment for his misbehavior, then that discipline needs to come. Otherwise, how much stock will a child place in what their father or mother says? Are there rules at school that have to be obeyed? Are there rules or laws in society that have to be obeyed? Of course. Children first need to learn respect for authority and rules at home. The book of Proverbs gives some great principles about disciplining kids. Parents who take them to heart are a blessing to their children. My, what a great article by our friend Roger Campbell. And again, that is from his four-page email periodical simply titled Truth. And that is from July of 2020. We appreciate these good writings and good articles, and this article will be available to you. Should you desire you'd like a copy of it, well, you can contact us at one eight five five igh 6988 and simply ask to send the parenting article or the proverb article. Either one will be fine. Also, let us know the date that you've heard this program. And then also, too, you can write us at internationalgospelhour.com Click on the contact tab and say, send me the parenting principles from Proverbs or just send the Proverbs article will be fine. Dear friends, we like to make these available to you. And we'll also let you know about how to access Brother Campbell's email periodical simply titled Truth. We're going to pause here for our J-Webb. He has some thought concerning our website And then we'll come back and we'll wrap up with a few thoughts on why study the Bible. Our website is internationalgospelhour.com. Please go and peruse our website. Hit the Contact tab and leave us a message or the Survey tab and let us know where you hear our programs. Please check out the Free tab as well for a variety of materials you may use in your studies. Again, that's internationalgospelhour.com. And now, let's return to our study. From time to time, I love to reference an article titled, Why Study the Bible, penned many years ago by A. Jacob Campbell. But as I think about the list that he gives, I wish to share that with you. Why study the Bible? Well, here's one reason. It thoroughly furnishes or equips us unto all good works. 2 Timothy chapter 3, beginning with verse 15, tells us how that from a child that Timothy was to know and did know the Holy Scriptures, which were able to make him wise unto salvation. Then Paul talks a little bit about those scriptures from Second Timothy chapter three, verse sixteen, that all scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete or perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. How about this? And we'll kind of build off this a little bit, that the Word of God, the study of the Bible, will make us wise. We noted that moments ago from 2 Timothy 3.15, and also such is affirmed in Ephesians 5 and verse 17, that we're able to grow in our wisdom with a study of the Word of God. And what a great blessing in that the words of God, the Bible, will endure forever, and it will not pass away. The words will not pass away, Matthew 24, verse 35. This whole world might, but His Word will not pass away, 
It will always stand true. These are just a few reasons why we should study the Bible. And on our broadcast here of the International Gospel Hour, we want to emphasize good Bible study. That's why when we come together, we hope this is profitable for you and also the opportunities for you to have material that we will make available to you absolutely free, and we will gladly do that each and every broadcast. We don't ask for your money, but we will ask for your interest. Join me next time on this broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and until then, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God, but second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh.